Hi, this is Robin West, and you're listening to Chuck Fritz, the podcast. You were about to enter Chuck versus the podcast, the place for people who love Chuck and the people who work on Chuck. The only show that takes you behind the scenes with the stars. Yvonne Strahovski. Zachary Levi. Joshua Gomez. Ryan McPartland. Adam Balba. Sarah Lancaster. Interactive interviews. Julia Wing. Phil Clemmer. All the cast. Dixon High. Tony Hale. Scott Krinsky. Mark Christopher Lawrence. Anita Figueresi. Fun hosts. This is Mel. This is Liz. Now you can see how wacko we are. The writers. Ali Adler. Scott Rosenbaum. Dev Barrow. The editors. Matt Barber. Jeff Granville. Kevin Mock. Contests. We are giving away a Chuck press kit. The directors. Jason Enzo. Norman Buckley. The guest stars. Steve Austin. Kristen Griff. The music. This is Tim Jones. Guest hosts. I'm Kaylee from Toronto. Conventions. Lights come up and here comes Jester out on stage. Set visits. This is the guy right here. And much more. Are you ready? This is Gray. This is Mel. This is Liz. And we want to welcome you to Chuck versus the Podcast, episode 52 for Sunday, May 2nd, 2010. Uh, we just talked to you a couple days ago, but we wanted to come very quickly with Mel and Liz's interview with Robin Lewis, who is a costume designer from Chuck. So how was that interview, guys? It was pretty cool. It was a lot of fun. She's been <laughs> in the business for a long time. And worked on several shows. She was on the OC. She worked um, as costume designer on the OC. So that's how she knows uh, Josh Schwartz. Um, so she had a lot to tell us, a lot to talk about being a costume designer and what inspires her and, um, you know, uh, dressing these characters. And who did she say was her favorite? I think she said Yvonne because she uh, she was so easy, so much fun to dress. She was just every, wears everything so well. Mm. You'll hear it. She'll yeah. talk about it. Cool. And a lot, a lot of people have been emailing, asking to have interviews with a lot of the behind the scenes people. And so this is just part one. We've got many others coming up, but we're going to roll into that interview now. So you're up in <clears throat> Seattle, huh? I'm up in Seattle. Yes, it's nice and rainy today, of course. Of course. <laughs> is that home for you? Yeah, that's where I grew up, in Seattle, Washington, yeah. Uh, oh. Is it chilly? Um, it's actually about like it was in L.A. two days ago. Just kind of like 60 degrees, the usual gray day kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Well, we're pretty excited to talk to you, Robin, because, well, you, know, we so just, nice. you know, costume is always interesting. People are always emailing us and, oh, wouldn't I love to have that look? Or oh, where do sure. you get this stuff? How do you do this? Where did that come from? Yeah. I know. I just got a letter from a from a... 13-year-old girl in Denmark last week who I don't know how she found me, but it got to me at Warner Brothers, and she said, I love the OC. Could you tell me what shoes Caitlin was wearing in episode number? Oh <laughs> I have no idea. But um, and what, what, blouse, what shirt was Misha wearing when she when she told Johnny she didn't want to see him anymore? And I thought, oh, my God, I don't have any idea. Actually, I remembered one of them out of the two, and then I kind of asked Claire who works with me. We kind of figured out, so I wrote her a letter back, and I sent her a necklace that Misha Barton wore, and I'm sure she thought, She's going to think, what? How did I get that? She just sent me a letter on the right day. Yeah. I sent her a wow. keychain. I had some stuff left from the OC, so I thought, why not send it to her? Wow. <laughs> but you just made her a year. Yeah. I hope so. I hope yeah. so. <laughs> That's cool. 
Well, talk to us. Did you about getting started? I mean, did you always want to work with fashion and costumes? Or? I think I always have. I think I was. I, I did a. I did a drawing in the fifth grade with all these leaves and everything. It made little outfits out of it, and I think it's kind of always what I wanted to do. <laughs> did you always want to work in TV, or were you thinking more of designing and you know showing on the runway? I think originally I just wanted to be a fashion designer because I never thought I would get to do anything like work in TVs or movies. I didn't even know anybody got to do that. So I think I just wanted to be even just a fashion designer when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? <laughs> I had no idea that anybody would ever even get to do that at our job. Well, when did you find out? What, what? I think, well, no, I think when I got older, but I think when I first moved to L.A., I still thought I was going to probably work in, in fashion. And then when I went, I went to the Fashion Institute to fit them and um, – learned how to be a pattern maker. So I was a pattern maker a few, for a few years, and then another girl and I opened up a shop in Silver Lake, and so we started making patterns for clothing companies, and then we started doing it for people doing mostly non-union movies back then. We made some nightgowns for Nightmare on Elm Street and, you know, things, stuff like that, and then I started working with them. But I didn't start out doing TV movies. I actually started doing movie movies, kind of scary movies. Mm-hmm. Because my first movie I ever did was Reanimator, which is like this cult scary movie now. I, wow. I swear it's the one thing that people look at and go, "You did Reanimator." <laughs> yes, it was my first movie. I had no idea what I was doing, <laughs> but it was fun. But I called my friend Jill Jill O'Hannison, who actually now is a pretty big costume designer. She's six feet under. I, I remember calling Jill and calling her up and saying, "Jill, they just gave me a, a piece of paper with all the actors' names and all these little dots." She said, "I think that's the days they work." Okay, thanks. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> And she said, you know, they're not gonna they're not gonna shoot it in order. I said, They're not gonna shoot it in order. She goes, No, you gotta figure out ahead of time what happens to everybody and I said, What? You're kidding. So we shot the last scene of the movie the second day and I thought, Well, okay, I know that a zombie grabs him in the elevator. I mean sorry, in the yeah, in the elevator. So we put a mark on his on his white tank top and I or his white wife beater and I had no idea anything else was gonna happen. We really shot he was completely covered with crap by the end of it. We we shot the second scene on the Last scene of the movie on the second day, and he had like one smudge on his shoulder. <laughs> but that's, that was really the way to learn how to do this job that was scary movies because you had so much blood and gore and doubles and all that. But after doing a few, then I kind of learned, you know. But, of course, Reanimator is the one that, you know, people actually still watch. Yeah. <laughs> hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> the old days. So totally not my kind of movie. <laughs> I know. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, then I did a lot of those kind of movies. Then I started doing TV movies, and then I started doing series world. So it was like kind of a nice transition of what was sort of happening at the time. Um, yeah, so it was nice. It was nice for me that, that things kind of unfolded as they became. Like for a while, everybody was making TV movies. Then it became TV movies were gone, and people were making series. So it was, I was lucky that I kind of went along with the the tide of things, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yep. Well, I was just going to ask you, what, what do you see as the difference between working on feature films and TV mer- movies versus working on series? What's the big difference to you as, a, as the costume designer? Um, I think with, with movies, you got to do a lot more real-life looking things. It's not such a, such a heightened reality. The kind of movies that I worked on, they, they were really kind of realistic. And then TV movies were a little bit more glamorous. And series world is is great and it goes on and on. It's like a movie you would always know that there was going to be an end. So in the series world, you kind of start in June and go until the next April or something. They are they're long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> series world is is long and complicated. And movie is like kind of a people only have well, it depends on the movie, but lots of times they have you know five or six changes for the whole movie. Whereas series, you have five or six changes per episode at least. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just different. They're all different. It's all fun though. It's all great. Yeah. I like all of it. 
As long as well, reality shows don't take over the world, uh, then we're doomed. <laughs> then I'm Lord, doomed. Please, please. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> um, you know, you were talking about the OC, but you were um, you worked on Gilmore Girls, and Mel and I are very huge fans of Gilmore Girls. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Can you talk to us about working on that show and with, um, oh my gosh, Lorelai's clothes and we're so, we're so cool. She always looks so put together, even when she was in sweats. <laughs> it was a very challenging job, but there was always something new and exciting happening or we always had, I don't know, you, you, you can make something up there. <laughs> it was hard job for my, it was a hard show for my job for who was the girl that was there before me and the girl after me too. So. You can say whatever you'd like there. All right. Okay. Challenging or yeah. it was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think challenging sounds uh, like the the more honest response there. And... Yeah, probably challenging. But, um, yeah, compared to the OC, I loved the OC. It was great. It was so fascinating. We had enough help and lots of companies were excited about using us for clothes. And they'd send us things, everything we got for wholesale. It was just fun. It was fascinating. We still had Misha for one season. It was just great. And, and Josh Schwartz and Stephanie were so great to work with. And uh, then they went from there to do Gossip Girls in New York and then Chuck in L.A. So, um, and Stephanie went on to mostly do Gossip Girls and Josh does, you know, Chuck. But um, so they were great. So it was just such a different experience for me. So I don't know how you want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I love the O.C. and the Gilmore Girls was challenging. <laughs> However you want to say that, Mel. Okay. Well, I was I was thinking specifically about the shows because, of course, Gilmore Girls is set on the West Coast, or I'm sorry, the East Coast, yeah. and the OC is set on the West Coast. So it, yeah. it's a, like a complete paradigm shift as far as clothing goes. On the Gilmore Girls, it was much more jackets, and you know, it was a lot about hats and gloves, and we had to make it look cold. I remember we, when they completely covered um, Stars Hollow with snow, and it was interesting because you walk through there, and all of a sudden, I swear it felt colder. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was October and it was kind of warm. Day, but you walk through there at night and all of a sudden, just because they had fake snow everywhere, it seemed cold. <laughs> but then we'd have to put gloves and hats on people and make it look like it was, you know, a colder, more East Coasty kind of climate a lot of the time. And just not such California. You know, there was certainly no Uggs and short skirts. It was like a different feel than the OC was, certainly. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh-huh. OC, they could run but around. That was a long time ago. Yeah, there wasn't really much flip-flops, which is fine, though, because those girls were much more kind of East Coasty type of girls. Anyway, I think, you know what I mean? Like, they, they were much more kind of sweaters and jeans and jackets, and Rory was lots of times in her school uniform or, you know, so that was actually pretty easy. Yeah. You know, lots mm-hmm. of corduroy and, you know, cashmere sweaters, and they, Lauren liked to wear hats, too, so lots of hats and gloves, and that worked well. Mm-hmm. Whereas you got one on the OC, it was much more kind of young, hip, and they kind of could go with that feel anyway, those girls, you know, mm-hmm. they kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. So, and then from there, how did that, how did all that lead up to working on Chuck? How did that come about? Josh Schwartz, the, the <laughs> producer of Chuck, uh, OC is the producer of Chuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how that came about. Okay, Josh. So, short <laughs> so, sweet. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So I just transitioned. We actually, well, right when we finished the OC, we did the pilot for Chuck, like pretty much the month, the week after, I think. Mm-hmm. So we started that right away, the pilot for Chuck. I've noticed that a, even the pilot was great. I've noticed that a lot of people that have been um, on Schwartz projects previously appear later on. It's um, he seems to kind of be building a his own um, company of uh, creative, you know, talent and, and actors and and all of that. 
I hope so. <laughs> I, look, I hope so. So far, so good. But um, you never know. You never know because then he's doing a different. He's doing a pilot now, and you just never know. You just hope. You just hope you can stay working with people that you really like. But you never know how things pan out. You know. You hope. I hope so, but you just never know. Yeah. I try to stay on his good side. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. He's great. Josh Schwartz is great. But you just never know how things are going to, you know, what the next show ends up being or who ends up doing it or who the other producers have that they know that they want to hire. You just never know what on shows. Can you, I've got sort of a logistical question. Can you be a costume designer on more than one show at a time or is it just too much? Well, there are people that do that. I never do that, though. I feel like you spread yourself too thin and if you do more than one show, you can't be there. You can't really be involved in lots of times the next season then they won't call you back. Yeah. That's what happens, I think, with people that do over a couple shows. Unless sometimes, like I know Lynn that do ER and West Wing, they were both at Warner Brothers. They were both, you know, she had offices next door to each other, and it was a lot of work. But that kind of work, because they were both John Wells' projects too, mm-hmm. but that's kind of unusual. And Chuck uh, is a really big job. I, I can't imagine doing anything else. It's just such – there's always – First unit, second unit, sometimes a third unit. We have lots of stunts, lots of bad guys, lots of photo doubles. Just long. It's it's really a busy show. So I can't imagine doing something else at the same time as Chuck. Yeah. Wow. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> You're exhausted just hearing the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we have the nicest actors on that show. They're so easy, starting with Zach at the top. He is such a great guy that it helps just make it – he just makes it easy and nice. For every, yeah. I think for everybody. That makes a big difference. But he's such a great guy. He he is. He's such a wonderful ambassador for the show too. You can't help but like that guy. He's, yeah, he is, and he's that. He's not. It's not fake. He is actually. Because I've heard ambassadors for shows that are not real, but yeah. actually, he is really that guy. He is. Wow. He's that great a guy. I love to hear that. I love him. <laughs> I love him. You know, you get you get your favorite actors, and you're like, gee, I hope they're really really as nice as their characters. <laughs> yes. Well, that's what I also hope about Ben McKenzie because he's such a great guy, and I, I like I like Southland a lot, and I'm so glad that he's on that show and it's doing well because he's such a great kid. I love him, so yeah. I'm glad that his show's doing well too. Yeah. yeah. Well, why don't we, Robin? If you could, could you say take us through your day? Take us through a day in the life of Robin. Oh my God! All right, so let's see. We usually get there on Monday at about call time seven. It depends if it's a new seen or not, whether I go to set and look how everybody's doing, or if it's, a, if it's a match, I don't have to go right away, and uh, go to the office, we look at our boards today, if we have any fittings with, you know, bad guys or, you know, new characters, and uh, maybe we have a new script, if yeah, there's any kind of a meeting, like sometimes there's a production meeting or a concept meeting for the next script, you know, because we're already through a couple days into the one script, so we have maybe a meeting for our next script, go to that, you know, read that script, and um, see what's happening there, um, then we probably... Look over all the wardrobe that we have for the fittings that are coming up that day. Go to set for a while. Have breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Say hi to the actors. See how everybody's doing. Come back. Um, let's see. Then we maybe have a fitting or two. And then, um, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of a day, a made-up day here. And then uh, maybe we have a concert, another meeting in the afternoon or a production meeting. Or um, do a little shopping or a few more fittings. Go back to the set. Go downstairs and pull some stuff from Warner Brothers' wardrobe. Where we use a lot for, you know, our uniforms and waitresses and um, just special costume things that we pull down there. And then um, what else? Maybe another fitting, a little bit more shopping. Read this. Oh, we, so, then we have also have a meeting in our wardrobe department about the script so that we can discuss um, uh, how many changes everybody has. The supervisor does a breakdown. And then we send our shopper out to start shopping for the things that come up first. That, is that 
mm-hmm. think that's kind of the day. Wow. Shopping. Yay, shopping. <laughs> yeah, I want yay, that shopping. job. <laughs> and then I stop on the way home at the Nordstrom Rack and think, okay, i got to get a, stu- a stunt pair of tennis shoes that look like Zach shoes, but they kind of size 14. So I'll stop at the rack that closes at 9 on my way home. That's the end of the day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so where where would you where do you go shopping for? I mean, is it do you for this show? Do you have specific favorites? Well, at this show we we shop a lot at Warner Brothers downstairs, and we also shop a lot at Supply Sergeant because um, we have lots of uniform stuff. And then for our girls, we shop at Saks, Bloomingdale's, Macy's, um, somewhat at you know J Crew and little boutiquey things too. It kind of depends on what's happening. Like if it's a black tie event, that changes the whole thing. We have to get you know tuxedos and gowns, or if it's just a day. Um, at an, in an office building or a Sarah goes undercover somewhere, then we dress her and then we kind of dress all the other characters kind of based off of what our principles look like, like how fancy of an office building is this or how nice of a restaurant is this, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It depends on if she's part of the, if the, you know, because she and Casey go undercover a lot as part of the people that work somewhere, you know, part of the help somewhere. Yeah, that's... So it kind of depends on what, yeah, you know, what the theme is. And we talk to the director and different people about, um, and the actors about what, you know, the theme is for that. Well, not that the theme as far as the actors, but, you know, what if they, what kind of thing they would feel comfortable. And then we kind of put it all together and go shopping for those outfits. Do the actors, a lot of organizational too. Yeah. Do the actors uh, get involved in that a lot or, um, you know, as far as, oh, no, I think they, I they really their... mostly get, um, well, a little bit, we'll talk to them a little bit about the, the theme sometimes and sometimes we'll just, shop and then do a fitting with them and discuss during the fitting. So that kind of depends. Yvonne said on in a few interviews that she really liked the Wienerlicious costume because it was short. <laughs> so she was able to do her stuff. Like the skirt skirt. Yeah. Yeah. It was cute. Yeah. yeah, it was cute. And then she could yeah, it was easy for her to move around and we would she had little short black, you know, little black shorts underneath so she could kick her legs because a lot of it was fighting. But I think it was easier for her than the orange-orange outfit, which was white, the white pants, which had a little stretch in it, but it wasn't as e- easy to fight in. One yeah. camisole all the time. I just think the other one was kind of cute and comfortable and easier for her to fight in. I noticed that she mm-hmm. hasn't been fighting much in her orange-orange uniform. Yes, I know. And, and yeah, I know. I know. We noticed that, too. Like, is she ever going to wear the orange-orange uniform again? I think it's just become so much action-packed. Like, they're always leaving on a mission. It's become very, um, it's just kind of a different show. It hasn't revolved as much around her working in there as much as them running out of there to go to, on a mission or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've also it's noticed very that. Busy. Yeah. We've also noticed that her wardrobe um, has become more casual this season. We're seeing her off-duty or in-castle, not in her orange-orange uniform, as you mentioned. Um, and yes, but, but she actually ends up a lot more dressed up in the last few episodes. As you watch, you will see her actually being a lot more um, kind of fabulously dressed. She's not as casual mm-hmm. towards the end here, just by the different scenes that come up. Mm-hmm. It's mm. kind of interesting. Yeah, she's a little bit more dressed up from here on out. Interesting. No, okay. about purple. Um, she's actually been wearing a lot of purple. We have so many colors on the show that we can't use it. We have like kind of a narrow area of things that people can wear. It's like, well, not really any green because of buy more. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't use certain colors just because of green screen, certain colors look good on people, different colors of because of the sets, like their house where they live. It's like no orange, no red, no – I mean, it depends on the different sets they're on. So we have so many eliminated colors that we have to pick out the nice colors that are even left to use. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I didn't even <laughs> so think about that. Whatever colors are left. Yes, everybody's in the same color. You know, Austin's always in blue. Can't use green, can't use red, can't use – so there's a lot of kind of lavender and turquoise and sort of, you know, sea foam green and colors that we actually have left that look good on people and try to juggle amongst the girls, you know. Mm. Well, Yvonne does look, she looks thing. stunning in purple. It's just, 
um, people have started to comment, gosh, she's wearing a purple shirt again. Not that they're you know complaining. What? They're she's, just thinking, what's going she's on? She's really quite beautiful. She actually looks pretty good in most colors, which is nice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nice. She's she's so tall and so, you know, she's 5'10". She's, she's like a model. So actually, she looks good in everything, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Compared to having to work around figure for figure problems at all, she has a perfect body, which is so nice <laughs> to dress, <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> she and Tara Lancaster are both so beautiful. They're really easy. They're actually really easy to dress. They are both stunning. And I liked that we got to see Sarah Lancaster dressed up this season. Uh, yeah, yeah. In her, in her gown at the, at the, uh, embassy. That was yeah, a nice she's got to be dressed up a few times. At the Elsa for her, um, well, that was last season for her engagement party and then for her wedding. And that was really fun too. Yeah. Seeing her out of scrubs. And we know that coming up, she's going to be going, um, to Africa. So oh, Sarah Lancaster, yes. Yeah, the she. Had, I know. I don't know how much anybody knows about what's coming up because I can't say anything about. Yeah, what's coming we, up. we actually know quite a bit, but we try not to. Yeah, it depends on when we're going to release. Are you going to see episodes ahead too? Um, some, and then we also just have, um, you know, we find out things. People tell us stuff. Oh, I see. We, we have a lot of context on that set, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> but. Um, it's killer! It's killer! Yeah. <laughs> So um, we were talking, you were talking earlier about so many uniforms on the set and especially in the first couple of seasons, um, Chuck's wardrobe has been basically the nerd herd uniform. So yes, he so, wears that a lot, which actually for us is nice because it's like they were uni- the nerd herd uniform for a few days. It's like, oh, okay, we have a little bit of time to get everything else together for what's coming up. If they had that many, if they had different changes all the time, this show would be even harder. Yeah. So it's kind of nice for us to order from that sometimes they're in the nerd herd outfits. Kind of helps save us a little bit. Yeah. Well, he's been uh, in a lot of suits lately, too. Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. He's on the airplane or doing some mission. I think now that he's a spy, he gets to be a little bit more James Bond-like. Mm-hmm. He's not quite as casual sitting around his house as much as he gets to be a little bit more James Bond character. Now that he's kind of, you know, becoming a little bit more of a spy as time goes on. I think it's pretty funny that he's more James Bond spy than the than Sarah or Casey. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, it always depends on the mission. Like when they send him on a Charles Carmichael mission, all of a sudden he gets to become, okay, you're a rich guy, you know, in a bar, you're supposed to talk to the Russian woman, you know, so, so all of a sudden we have to dress him like, okay, okay, you get to be fancy, rich American guy, spy, you know, so it yeah. depends on what he's under, he's always undercover at something, you know. Yeah. So there's lots <laughs> of really good undercover stuff coming up. Whoa. That's wild. Cool. I can't wait. I can't say. So. <laughs> we won't and tell. Jester, we love it when Jeffster. We love it when Jeffster gets to do something too. Like when they get to dress up as anything, you know, like they go with a theme and they get to get dressed up because those two guys dressed up just make me laugh. <laughs> We've seen there's, some... one, there's a couple coming up. Well, there's one that's coming up that was really great for us to get to do. I love it. We've seen but some photos say. from the um, the the music video that we get in the finale. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. So that was really fun for us. <laughs> <laughs> Those... That was fun when they shot that rock video. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was wild. <laughs> no. uh, speaking of them, where did you find Lester's footy pajamas? I, You know, we got them on a website where we just um, looked up online footy pajamas, and a number of them came up, and we just looked at the different styles and picked out. A pair, so I ordered them online. I can't remember the name of the company. Though. Really, for adults? I did not. Yes, and yes, it was, I put we put adult footy pajamas. I that's what I love about the area. We put adult yes. footy pajamas, and a few different came up. And I can't remember if it was a company that had a catalog, or I mean, I could look. I could look when I go back to LA and tell you, but that wouldn't be until 
next Monday or something. Uh, that might be too late. No. But the exact company, I could see if Claire remembers the name of it. But we just put footy, adult footy pajamas, and I think a couple companies came up, and so we just picked out cute ones and ordered them. He was very not excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered about it. You can this. imagine. He's like, I have to wear those. They're going to be so cute on this. So he put them on. He's like, okay. <laughs> he's a good sport. But sometimes we spring things on him. He's like, what do I have to wear now? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Vic's, Vic's a good guy. Yeah. We we have a, another source question coming from um, Christine, who's a viewer. And she had emailed me a few weeks back, actually. And said, um, I'm very interested in knowing the designer for the silver grayish short sleeve button down shirt Sarah wore in the season premiere. Does that ring any bells? The season premiere. Mm. Well, the season premiere. I'm not sure. I, I, I wasn't sure. You mean, uh, I, I thought maybe that going to a premiere. You mean this, the first episode of this season? Mm-hmm. You remember what she was doing? Did it say, like, it's when she went to. Um, no, the, she you know, didn't say. I think I think it, she thought maybe it was one of the James Percy. It could be James Percy. Is it? It wasn't a T-shirt. It was a, a jacket, though. It was or a, just button a, shirt, down, a button down, short sleeve button down. Not ringing any bells. Short sleeve button down. That's another thing. I can look up in our book when I went back. Okay. I can have. I can have. I'll send you a, look it up. Do you want me to have? Yeah, I could send you a screen cap, so you could. Well, oh, you know what? If you do me that, then I can tell you for sure. Okay, we'll do. And then and then, and then I would email it back to wherever you sent it from. Okay. Yeah, that's perfect. To my yeah. hotmail address. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I, I can't remember exactly. If it's a button-up shirt, it, may be, it might be James Curse, but a short sleeve might have been BCBG. I'm not sure. I'd have, yeah, I'd have to look at the picture. Okay. I'll send that I can't remember back that far. That was 90 <laughs> episodes ago. <laughs> I know. That was the last summer. But I could look it up at Warner Brothers, but if you send me a picture of it, then I will I will remember. Or I can send it to Claire. Between the two of us, we'll probably remember. Okay. I'll do that. Now, a, a top that Misha Barton wore when she broke up with Johnny, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Sure. Find that one, huh? <laughs> well, well, see, that one I did remember because she described it. She said it was a navy blue shirt that had anchors on it. And I went, oh, that shirt. Okay, I do remember that with that much of a description. Yeah. <laughs> one thing I wanted to comment on is that I've noticed that you've used reused items this season. Yes, we do sometimes. I, but I'm also jeans. People yeah. have jeans they love, and they we try new jeans, and they go, no, I want to wear my, you know, Sevens or my uh, Citizens or, you know, whatever. But, but, yeah, jeans are one thing we use uh, over, we use quite a bit. Well, Zach's worn the same brown like. shirt a couple of times. Yes, uh, yes, he likes it. He has it's a, he so likes good on express him. Shirt. He likes his express shirt and his Levi's. He has Levi's um, that he wears. Of course. He also has some citizens that he wears. He has just the jeans that he likes, too. That's the thing is, once you find pairs of jeans on actors, they usually actually want to wear them again. Mm-hmm. But he actually has a fair amount of those shirts that are um, the same shirt in different colors and different shades. Because also when he finds a shirt that fits him really well, there's one Calvin Klein one, one Express one. Um, he also likes John Varvatos, too. That's what I think the brown shirt is. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks pretty sharp on him. Says, or if he says, you mean John Varvatos? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> The kids, Zach is fun every minute of every day. <laughs> Look, at, he calls me Demi. I call him Ashton. I'm happy. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> oh. <laughs> don't put that in there. Josh. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, he's just a character. He's fun all the time. We love him. Yeah. Well, who is your favorite uh, character to dress then on the show? 
I think probably still Sarah, because she's the one that gets to go undercover and see the really, the really most fun things. You know what I mean? Whether she's dressing like all of a sudden she's going undercover as a nerd herd, or she's going undercover cover as um, in a gown, or as a as a sexy secretary. I mean, she's she's just always has the most changes, the most fun, and the most fashion on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She said that she would really love to have a mission where they were doing something in the fashion world, you know, set in Paris. Or yeah, well, that, that would be great. We would love it. I told, I told Josh that once. I said, can't you do that one day to go undercover at a fashion show? That would be He really- said, no, let's just think about that, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> like anything I ever say has it makes any difference. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes, we did suggest that once. Can't they go undercover at a fashion show? I don't see why not. <laughs> Season four. You never know. It's writing you itself. You never know. You never know. Where are you now? Are you in L.A. or are you somewhere No, I'm in Kansas. Oh, you are? Wow, in Kansas. Wow. Uh Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the Chicago area. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Chicago. The windy city. And it is pretty windy today. (laughs) Yeah. It's not windy at all in Seattle. It's just very gray and kind of drippy. Mm. Drippy. Sounds like Seattle. Yeah. 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 Are there any characters whose wardrobes resemble your own personal style, or is it all serving the 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 show itself? I think I actually I think I'm a little bit a combo of both girls between Sarah and Yvonne because I because Sarah wears such cute like casual just jeans and cardigans and that kind of thing Sarah Lancaster mm-hmm. and then Yvonne I wear lots of BCBG too so I think actually I'm a kind of a combination of those two girls I like a lot, I like some of both of their their things casual but stylish but functional yeah yeah. Makes Probably sense. a combination. Not not a bunch really really, really um, you know too Nerd her uniform. She wears a lot of, her her fabulous mission outfits with the black boots and the black pants and the short leather jackets. I don't like quite dress that way. It'd be more, you know, when she <laughs> it'd be more the stuff that she wears in the castle and the stuff that Sarah Lancaster kind of looks like when she's, you know, just playing her part. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of a combination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love seeing them all in black. That's I do too. And so striking. Say, well, what about? Let's not put them in all black. I say, yeah, but they're on a mission. What? Should we just do a tank top of a little color underneath that, that a little bit of it comes under her leather jacket? Okay. There you go. Yeah, don't you want both the boys in black and her? She looks so sleek in black, especially the jacket. It looks like it's made out of this, the reflective, um, the really tight reflective one. I mean, you might not have seen that one yet, but um, I think that stuff looks so good on her. But sometimes we put a little color underneath so they aren't just you know solid blobs of black. Yeah. Because the boys, we can't really do that, or they don't look, just don't look as missiony. That's true. It's true. To be more mission impossible, you have to just kind of be more sleek and black. I think. Mm-hmm. But and they do. They look really slick in that. <laughs> they do. <laughs> mm. Um. So, are you working on anything during the hiatus? Or are you just taking it? Oh easy? no. Yeah, just taking it easy on vacation. I work a little bit at a at a I don't know a thrift store in L.A., but that's that's about it. Just some volunteer work. Mm-hmm. And I'm with my dad when I'm in Seattle because that's mostly my dad's what my dad's doing. In fact, today we're at, we're in the inner city and my dad's been doing some reading with the kids. I'm sitting outside on the, uh, on the sidewalk. Oh. <laughs> well, are, are there any but, charities that we can promote for you since? That's, you... well, that's the one that I do is it's the American Cancer Society. They have, um, uh, a discovery thrift store in, uh, Toluca, Toluca Lake. So I go in and help them a couple days a week when I'm not working. Excellent. Mostly to organize and make it look like everything's kind of color coordinated and fashiony and kind of fabulous. And they're just to help, you know, arrange stuff and work with them a little bit. Kind of fun. Cool. Yeah. So that's, it that's doesn't, a, doesn't sound like work. No, that's, that's kind of fun. And, uh, no, that's not really too hard to work. <laughs> I like my dad who was down in the Amazon. Came back yesterday. Oh, my goodness. Not what was he doing? <laughs> he 
he was on an Earth Watch project where you go down and work with scientists, or he's down pulling teeth in South South America. He's pretty busy. So when I'm in Seattle, I do things with him like that. That is That's pretty interesting. It is. You guys are busy. I know. Gosh. Yes, my dad's very busy. I try to, you know, hopefully become more like my dad as time goes on, you know, work towards that a little bit. So when I'm in Seattle, I go along with him, which is great, because I'm here, he has it all planned, and I can just kind of, you know, do his, his projects without having to figure out things like that on my own. <laughs> yeah. I just go with Dad. What are, you, what are we doing today, Dad? We're going down to Great Harvest to package food. Okay. Things like that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Anyway, Mel, that's probably not part of this, part of this podcast. Yeah, that's but, cool. Um, we like hearing what everybody's doing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Okay, I had another question that came to me that wasn't on the list. Is okay. there is there a favorite um, costume that you you've done for Chuck? Do you have a favorite? All the times that he's gone undercover, yeah. oh, he looks really nice in his suit. I like it when he's suited because then we can get a really beautiful. He has a he has a um, Paul Smith suit or he wears Paul Smith suits, and then we have to get you know coordinating neckties and shirts, and you know he looks really daft in a suit. So it's kind of fun when he gets dressed up in a suit anyway, and he becomes a different person from his nerd herd character. He suddenly becomes very Charles Carmichael. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. When he gets dressed up in a suit, it's fun anyway. I love you know, he went to Prague and then he wore the overcoat. Of, oh, wait, have we not seen that yet? Yes, we, we have. Did see that, that was hot. Where he wore the overcoat and was really dressed up. He did, I like it when he gets all dressed up. It's kind of fun. But when he does really character stuff, it's kind of fun. So he, we, he just, he's just great whenever he gets to do anything, you know. Yeah. With a mission. And he seems to, when he switches from the nerd herd uniform to a suit, he seems to take on this new air of confidence. You know, like yes, he, I think so too. He puts it on I with the so suit too. jacket. He's very, good at, he's very good at morphing into whatever character he's, you know, he becomes. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's good at morphing into different different characters. Whether he goes from nerd herd to spy, or um, undercover working as you know waiter in a restaurant or whatever. Well, my favorite was when he became the mariachi, <laughs> and all of a sudden he's on stage and he can play the he can play the, the guitar, you know, flamenco guitar, <laughs> yes. or whatever it was. Yeah. That, was <laughs> that made us laugh really hard with flourish. <laughs> that was really fun. Though. That actually was one of my favorites because we had to go. We went into East LA to get real mariachi costumes, and he's oh, a yeah. he's a forty two long. He's really tall, so we had to have you know we had to find a mariachi uniforms for him and for a few other people that fit him. And then he also had a stunt guy, so it was like that was a bit of a challenge. But luckily, I speak a little Spanish. We went into East LA and got a real mariachi outfits. Wow, that's really cool. Tiene este en cuarenta y dos para una televisión programa. <laughs> it was great. Wow. That was my favorite of this season. Yes, that was fun. Authentic. I did not know it was authentic. It was yeah. more authentic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Well, I think that's all we have, I, unless we're yeah. missing some really yeah, important things. Now I'm going to hang up and think of something really good. I know. <laughs> Well, we really appreciate it, Robin. And well, it was nice chatting with you, Gail. Yeah. Well, Robin. thanks for calling. Thanks, thanks again, Robin. Robin. Have a good Bye. one. Bye. Bye. We want to mention our sponsors. We have... Um, Sponsorship from moviemorons.com. It's a podcast that talks about all things film, and they are not morons. And also syrianjunkies.de, which is the largest television fan site in Germany. Um, If you speak German or understand German at all, or just want to see the pretty pictures, 
we highly recommend visiting syrianjunkies.de. I wanted to remind you again that the Flash Mob is scheduled for May 3rd, Mm -hmm. which is the same day that this episode airs. So if you are interested in participating, please email us right away, renew at chucktv.net. Um, the list of cities that are participating is up at checktv.net. So check that out. See if it's um, happening in your neck of the woods. And uh, we'll put you in touch with your team leader mm-hmm. if you'd like to participate. Cool. So I think that's all we have right now. And we will see you next time. Yep. Keep checking. Bye-bye.